The Limelight wishes all our listeners a happy Women's Day. Assalamu alaikum, hello and namaste. Welcome to the episode number 24 of The Limelight. Today on the hot seat, I have a beautiful lady with a strong soul. I cannot reveal her name, but she is here to tell her story of the abusive relationship and how she got out of it. Welcome, dear. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me, Fari. I'm very well, thanks. I really appreciate your effort for coming here to our show and letting us know about your story and talking to us. Thank you so much. Not at all. It's an absolute pleasure. Like I said, I just hope this is useful to somebody and someone else can find the strength in my story. Yes, yes. I want the women out there, if they are having such a situation, to get strength and get inspired by you. At least they can talk for themselves. Let's hope. Thank you. I would like you to tell the listeners about your current life. Well, right now I am thankfully in a very positive place because I have managed to get out of something that was very toxic, which was draining me and which was sort of spoiling and ruining my energy as a person. But obviously it's not easy, especially because I'm a single mom now. But God has been very kind. My own mom has shown up to look after me and help me with my child. I have a very small family, but I have a lot of love and support in that family. And I've also been able to go back and pursue what was my first passion in terms of work. So in all in all, I feel like life has just really worked out after this very traumatic experience. Mm, that's really nice, dear. And uh, I wish God gives you more strength, more success and keeps you and your family happy always. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome, dear. So... Can you tell how your life was before the abuse started? Right. So the relationship I'm talking about, obviously, was my marriage. Before my marriage, of course, I think I was always a very strong-minded and independent person. I'd been working since the age of 17. So I was very used to earning my own money, of being in charge of my own life. And I lost my dad when I was very young, when I was in my teenage. So it was just my mom and my sister and me. And I've always been used to being the person who takes care of everybody else and also takes care of myself. So I've always had a very positive image in my head of men and what relationships should be like. In fact, I was that person who used to always tell my friends and tell people in my family if they were going through any sort of abuse to just get out of it because mm -hmm. I never thought still don't think that anyone should ever stick around if they're not being treated with respect and love. So I was that person. I was the girl who told somebody else and fought for them if I thought that they were in an unfair situation. And uh, as luck would have it, I ended up in a similar situation. And it turns out that it's a lot easier to advise and push someone else than it is to do it for your own self. Right. With the attitude like that, I think you know, should have that mindset if we are going to be strong, then we will come out of that situation. Yeah, I think that, you know, especially in our generation, in this current day and age, all of us are, as girls, I think we are very strong-minded and most of us have been independent from a young age. But yeah. I think that marriage itself is so traditional even today. And unfortunately, the way people look at a girl the minute she's married is so different 
that even we don't realize it even we start looking at ourselves like that and we think that oh you know now that i'm married the rules have changed now maybe it's okay if somebody treats me a little bad or a little worse than what i think i should be treated like maybe it's okay for me to compromise so that word compromise and adjust that is told to us when we get married i think it is overused and the word is abused in marriage because sometimes it's only the woman who's compromising and she ends up getting battered for it yeah you're right they take us for granted a lot of and it's not just the man i think the families in general start to just take it for granted that oh you know you'll be the one who will adjust and even if things are going wrong you stick it out you figure it out you manage it but somehow nobody tells the boy yeah that's right so can you just tell how did it start so it all actually started when our um, child was when i was expecting him and then when he was born because i think until then there is always i think when especially when a woman is committed to having a child something in this whole institution i think this goes wrong where people start feeling like you know now you just have to now you don't have a choice you have to take whatever the person or his family throw at you because now to there's a child right how can you leave mm. the person um and that's sort of what happened my husband had a substance abuse problem but mm-hmm. that problem was just on the surface what he actually had was a personality disorder mm. he used to swing between extreme rage and extreme victim behavior mm-hmm. so he would either be like aggressive and get into fights and break people's hands and feet and oh. sort of punch people on the road if somebody just you know like overtook him on the road or like he would have road rage but he would just even like in his head if he thought he was being disrespected he would mm-hmm. fly into it on the other extreme he used to behave like a complete victim that he would be like oh poor me nobody cares for me nobody loves me no everybody has what they want only i don't get what i want okay. so he keeps he was like a pendulum swinging between these two sort of extremes all the time there was no balance in his personality and i guess he needed a substance whether it was an whether it was alcohol whether it was a drug whether it was you know a, a habit he just needed something to express that suppress that constantly so when i first realized that it was not like recreational use he was not using things lightly it was all addictive and he was abusing those substances i brought it to his attention i even mm-hmm. threatened to leave Okay. I tried to tell his family about it. I tried to get his friends to explain to him. Mm-hmm. I tried to take him counseling three times, and okay. every single time, he kept promising, "No, no, no! Now I will change. Yes, I will change." But the root of the problem was that he never acknowledged to himself that it was a problem. He just denied it that no, it's actually not a problem. She's just crazy, and she's just keep nagging me, and she's just being a typical housewife. but i could see the toll it was taking on our family because this behavior of you know like mm-hmm. either aggression or being a victim we didn't have a normal man in the house we didn't okay. have a normal husband or a normal father he was always like swinging between different personalities so it becomes very difficult for someone who loves that person to care mm-hmm. for them you know you may go to hug the person they might push you away or when you think that you should be scared of them they may suddenly come and you know like hug you mm-hmm. so it becomes very Using for a human being who has to live with somebody like that, mm-hmm. and I think only the disorder really took so much control of him that he started to get aggressive even with me, okay. and 
he raised hand on me multiple times during our marriage the first time i fought back the second time i told myself you know what maybe if i just am impatient this will go away okay. and the third time he did it is when i asked him to leave the house because i felt like i have a son and if my son watches this mm-hmm. it's very like he will grow up thinking that if papa did it to mom then it's okay for me to do it to another woman yeah right and i thought i could not stand that that was not something i could ever do when they are trying to scare you and raise their hands or hurt you it's really threatening yeah and for me i think because i was always so strong minded that nobody a woman should not raise her hand on a man and a man doesn't have a right to raise his hand on a woman everything can be sorted out with conversation with discussion there is no need for violence yes and more than anything else i find it very very disrespectful to people when you think that you can just hurt them or hit them or wound or bruise somebody or even break things in the house and throw tantrums to me that's just bad behavior that is a sign of someone badly brought up the ultimate question for me as a mother became is this who i want my son to be and that question more than anything else i don't even think it was the physical abuse or the mental and emotional torture i think it was that question which made me finally tell him that he needs to leave okay did you find support from any of your friends or relatives did they support you on this i think what happens unfortunately in our asian societies is that as much as we like we like the victim we like the woman to be the victim mm-hmm. so when we see her being battered and bruised we will go there and hold her hand and wipe her tears and say oh so sorry poor thing you went through so much mm-hmm. but if she stands up her right and she says you know i'm not going to take this nonsense anymore and i will live independently okay somehow society gets scared of that woman they almost feel fearful and intimidated by such a woman mm-hmm. and i have seen this happen in my family to my aunt to couple of relatives i used to always wonder that you know maybe now in my generation it will be different maybe if i do ever have to go through a divorce or to leave mm-hmm. my husband society will make a fair judgment and families will you know come together and support us mm-hmm. but it was unfortunately to say it a very very typical case of the boy side taking obviously his side and because also this thing of mental disorders psychological personality disorders we don't like to accept even today we prefer to close our skeletons in the cupboard and be like no no our son is not you know because for them it's like is our son mad are you saying he's crazy mm-hmm. but if only they had you know sort of acknowledged it they could have helped him get treated but instead of doing that they just denied it and they were like you know you are saying these things about him he's not crazy even though in front of them he has hit his head on the wall he has punched his head in the doors he's done all these things since he was a kid but they just refused to accept it on my family side at least my mom was very supportive and i was really surprised because my mom is a very traditional very conservative person mm-hmm. as well but this is what i feel i feel like if girls can just talk to their parents you would be surprised to see how supportive they will be of you because nobody brings up their child and then passes mm-hmm. them off to someone else's house to be tortured yeah no parent gives away to another family so that they can treat you badly and you have to have that confidence in your parents that they will stand by you I was very lucky that my mother in fact was the one who the first time the very first time when he raised his hand on me she told me she said don't 
go back to him thinking that he will change because okay. people don't change any woman who is going through such a situation she has to not hide but tell at least her parents so that she can get yes. support from them and uh, i'm very sure yes. parents will totally support her and you know what fari i've realized even if your parents don't support because i know especially in india pakistan and some of our countries women are more scared because of this because of the idea that oh you know my family will not take me back they won't accept me mm-hmm. and i find that ridiculous but even if that's what it is leave it like forget it it doesn't matter if they don't accept you back the day you open your voice and you start talking about your experience you'll realize how many more people around you are having the same experience and you become part of this community that can help each other like mm-hmm. me it was almost like a miracle i was i didn't even know what to do i was so lost i was so confused when i was in the middle of all these problems and this random person one day messaged me this lady who okay. has now become a very close friend of mine she just messaged me out of the blue saying okay. that hi how are you i just wanted to check and see how you're doing i don't know why i thought of you okay. and i don't know what came up me i just i knew that she is a single mother and i okay. just responded to her saying i'm not doing okay and i have a feeling that i'm going to be a single parent too very soon and okay. she immediately picked up the she called me up and she said where are you right now come here to this cafe meet me right now i went and met her she helped me get the strength to leave this man and walk out and then she put me in touch with a counselor who then gave me enough therapy to actually get him out of my system and to get the strength to live my life again they put me in touch with a yoga class which actually helped me get peace of mind and make my mind a lot stronger okay get through that initial phase transition that shock mm-hmm. so it's like a miracle that these people just came out of nowhere they just transpired around me and just because i took the courage that first step of asking for help yes yes you know sometimes we feel that if we ask help what other people will think but when we ask yes. there are people who will help and god will surely send the people to help you out because exactly. he knows you are going through such a tough situation yes today i call that friend and that counselor and a lot of other people who have become my friends through this journey all of them are like my guardian angels because without them i would yes. have definitely crashed i would have become depressed i would have become suicidal i would have had a lot of self esteem issues but thanks to this whole like support system which god sent for me at the right time yeah. i'm a lot stronger and i'm in a much better place than i was in that marriage this really nice to know and i wish you stay strong be happy always dear thank you so would you like to give some advice to the women out there who if they have the situation how they can come out of it i think first of all i know that it's not possible for a lot of women but as far as possible try and keep yourself financially independent no matter what happens because it is when you are dependent on another person that they start to take you for granted and they start to think they can mistreat you secondly like i said have a very strong support system and you will get that only by talking by having the courage to tell that no my life is not perfect something is wrong and i need to talk and you will be surprised at how many people will come and hold your hand and thirdly do not 
please do not ever stay in a marriage for the sake of a child that is absolutely the worst thing you can do for your child because you think that he will or she will have a more secure and safe life trust me no child is going to be okay if they're seeing an abusive marriage they're going to grow up to be either an aggressor like the other person or a victim like you and you don't want your child to be either of those things so if nothing else if even if not for your sake for the sake of your children or child if you are in an abusive relationship make the effort make that first step to get out of it thank you so much sir that was hard touching advice and i hope our listeners have grabbed those precious advice of yours thank you so much thank sir. you thank you so much sir and happy women's day to you uh, thank you so much sir and the listeners if you like this interview please click on the like button of the limelight page and also tag and share so thank you for listening and i love this